Hey, Hoff, why don't you start the movie? And the movie has started. Let's see if it stays. <laughs> We've actually had a bit of a a, a glitch in having our, our, our streaming services work, but that is what you get for recording uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving. Everybody's shopping, you know, so huzzah. Welcome to Obscure Chatter. I am your host, Terry Doty. I, let me see, I, sh- I guess I should let uh, people that might be new to the show know what's going on. I am watching something that you don't know what I'm watching. Today I'm watching a movie, but sometimes I watch just an episode of something I enjoy when I have a guest on, which is kind of a rarity now because COVID is still very much a thing and remote recording is still very much not ideal for a really good flow and conversation. Um, uh, If it's a guest, it's one of their top five things that they would show someone that's getting to know them. But you've been getting to know me for about three years now. I want to say closer to four. So hello, welcome. And if you aren't new here, Thank you for continuing to listen to Obscure Chatter. You guys made the Halloween episode an absolute joy. For those of you that listened and gave me some great feedback and some constructive feedback. And uh, to those that participated, both actors and listeners of the show. It was a really great episode. And uh, it had been a while for Stephen and I to kind of do a Halloween special. Uh, If you are a former That Anime Show listener, you know that... Tatum and myself, as well as Stephen, would sometimes kind of go a little insane with what we we did. We even had uh, a fake kind of Vincent Price character host a couple of episodes while Tatum and I, quote unquote, you know, went missing. Or I think there was an episode where we pretended that we died. <laughs> yeah, no, like the very end of the episode is like Tatum and I not even sure if we're dead. But uh, yeah, so it had been a minute. Uh, and it was definitely a shorter episode than I initially planned. But uh, life got a little weird in October, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and so uh, I'm not entirely sure if I want to get into it just yet. So I, I want to know. Please let me know via social. Um, And when I mean social, I mean that in the broadest sense, because I know a lot of us are going through a transition when it comes to social media apps and what we prefer. Uh, But um, you can find me on Twitter until the the ship sinks. I'm also on Hive Social, getting used to that. Instagram, TikTok, Mastodon, uh, Discord... (laughs) Carrier Pigeon, Raven, all of those things. T-Dotally is how you can find me. You can also search me by name, and I've got a decent link tree on most of those that will help you out. But my gosh, guys, with that, um, I, I guess uh, I've been a member of Twitter since 2011, and it's kind of been my preferred thing. It's where I put in a lot of my jokes. It's a short little blog thing for me. Um, I stopped blogging for a while. I actually think I'm going to take that up again. So please keep a lookout for that as I update my site. I'm working with two amazing individuals on uh, updating the website. But I don't know. Yeah, Twitter's definitely been a a different vibe. By no means perfect. These past couple of years have been quite interesting. I'd say the past five, I had to beef up uh, blocking. At one point, it was like almost 80,000 blocks. And then I did kind of like a, you know, turning over a new leaf. And then within about three months, my blocks went from like 800 after I did some cleansing to, uh, from 80,000 to like 800. And then in about three months, it went back up to 17,000? So, Twitter's fun. Let's go with fun. But, uh, yeah, definitely noticed an influx of weird tags. I don't know about you guys, but... Yes, if you follow me on uh, social medias, please let me know how your Thanksgiving went. Some of you already have, and a lot of you were really kind to, you know, give me a shout out. Um, 
Thanksgiving, as uh, someone who is in her late 30s and doesn't have kids and is estranged, is a really quiet, chill affair. And I'm not going to lie, it's pretty great. Uh, This year was my father-in-law's first year in an assisted living facility where Ed, for an 88-year-old... 88, Stephen? Yeah, wow. Oh, okay. For an 88 year old, uh, Ed's actually incredibly active. But, um, you know, once he started living alone after Judy, his wife, and my mother in law, Stephen's mom, that's how that all works. Um, after Judy passed, uh, Ed lived alone for a while, and uh, we, uh, he lived kind of far. Uh, so Stephen and I finally found a really cool place within five minutes from us. Um, that is just an active living center. It's a bunch of uh, older people. They do activities every day. They <laughs> he gave us a tour yesterday. Um, they have a puzzle room. They have a beauty salon. They have a workout room. They have a place where they do yoga and classes. Uh, they even do church there. Um, and they have all their meals in this little cafeteria thing. Uh, and it's right near their hospital, uh, which is always uh, a big plus for your loved ones. But uh, the facility was like, hey, if you are having family, uh, just visit you and you don't feel like cooking all day, we'd be happy to cook for you as well as, you know, uh, your relatives. So we took them up on that and uh, it was a lot, it was the least stressful Thanksgiving in a long, long time. Um Yeah, uh, everybody kept coming up to Stephen and I and being like, by the way, Ed is great. Uh, You know, we love Ed. And we're like, thank God. (laughs) You know, like, I I think Ed's pretty popular there. He's one of the older guys there. And um, I I just think uh, we met Ed's new best friend. And so that was really fun. Uh, did kind of get a, a a couple of like awkward moments where I'm like, oh right, but I'll be nice and not mention those on air, at least right now. <laughs> but there were a couple moments where you know you kind of look at your significant other or your bestie, like in one of those really messed up situations where someone says something and it just hits your brain in such a way you're like, wow. And I just, like, locked eyes with Stephen. And then it's a, oh, hey, so Stephen and I, or, you know, Terry and I should, uh, we should go, uh, we should go soon. <laughs> uh, but, no, like, it was actually a really cool meal. Very chill. Uh, uh, they, yeah, they fed us. It was, like, a little cafeteria-style thing where everybody got little portions. They had sugar-free options and all these things. And everybody kind of knew each other. Like, oh, Ed, you can't have that piece of pie. You can have that. That's sugar-free for you. And uh, I've never had ambrosia salad before. And I gotta say, uh, I guess I did kind of think of it like it's an old person snack. But (laughs) not a fan. It It was very citrusy and very milky, which just makes you think you're eating old milk. To me. I don't know. If someone loves ambrosia salad, please let me know. Maybe I'm I I had not a, a great first experience with it. <laughs> but um no, the holiday went really well. Afterward we came home. Uh it's been very cloudy and a little rainy here in Texas or in the Dallas Fort Worth area of Texas. So we just hung out, watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which is one of my favorite movies, and uh kind of a staple in Thanksgiving. Um at least in this house. I mean, it's John Candy and Steve Martin, two of my favorite actors. Um, anytime I hear John Candy's laugh, I'm always smiling. But, uh, yeah, it went really, really well. Uh, like I said, I don't really talk to any other member of my family and um, talk to, you know, other friends this week uh, that said, basically, you know, if they didn't have kids, they probably wouldn't be doing a lot either. And I'm like, I can I can see that. I remember Thanksgiving being kind of a bigger deal as a, as a child, mostly because it meant you got time off of school. Oh, random thing that I do want to know online, or just however you guys want to tell me. I remember only getting Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. But like other friends, like friends with kids are all talking about how their kids have the full week off. What's up with that? 
Like, it was Christmas that you got, like, two weeks, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, uh, it was interesting to also kind of talk uh, to some former co-workers over the holiday weekend. Uh, and I say former. Um, I know I've mentioned it a few times over this last year. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I started um, a senior copywriter job in January of this year. And that meant I kind of had to, not kind of, uh, I was contractually obligated to not take other work, which if you follow my voice work, I still definitely did that. Um, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> Thanks. That'll be a secret between you and me. But uh, it didn't interfere with work. So therefore, I justified it that way. But um, it was kind of one of those like other people work on other stuff, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, it was for an advertising agency. What I uh, what happened was I was basically headhunted uh, by a really reputable firm in the area um, that was working with an advertising agency to place people for jobs. And this this fit pretty well. It meant that I would have younger writers working under me that I could help coach and help dialogue and working in live video commerce specifically for one very big client. And um, I actually love the job. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, this this seems to be like the right thing. You know, uh, the next lily pad, as I say, you know, jumping from one lily pad to the next, that's really what life is. Uh, and I will say, I don't know, looking back on myself this time last year, I don't want to fully say or perhaps just admit to being a little, I don't know, I wouldn't say like bored or tired. I think I honestly, truly got a bit complacent about the work. I was consistently working in voiceover as well as writing a, like pretty consistently. I don't know what it was. I honestly think it was kind of like the same reason that I nuked all my social media except for Twitter for a while. And then I went, oh my God, I wish I hadn't done that because that was actually the way I kept up with friends that lived out of state or lived out of the country or that was just their preferred thing. And I just nuked it all because I was going through a bad patch or something. And I wouldn't say that I was going through a bad patch this time last year. I think this job opportunity just kind of made me question the longevity of it. It's that thing as a creative that you constantly kind of get pushed up against, which is, are you going to keep doing what you love and monetarily not having a lot to show for it? Or are you going to sacrifice a bit of what truly makes you happy in order to get further along financially? And... For the longest time, I always felt that I was able to justify uh, my decisions more. Um, like, oh, no, it's, you know, like, I know I'm not, not not making a lot of money, but, and da 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 but, so when I saw, <laughs> when I was given the number of uh, what they were going to offer me, it was six figures. It was six figures comfortably without including benefits and health insurance, which I've talked a lot about on the show. So I put it in my head. I'm like, oh, my God. My dude makes a consistent paycheck to where me as an actor, director, writer, VO coach, I struggle a bit some months. I do. Um, I could consistently help add more to our savings, to our 401k. And I know it's not said that way, just so we're clear. <laughs> but I don't know. It just really got in my head that I'm like, I could really contribute financially. And it's still, you know, the way that I justified it was like, a, and it's still writing. It's still being fun. And I like the guy that interviewed me. And uh, over the 10 months that I worked there, um, I worked with him a lot. And we, we kind of became friends. And I made a lot of great friendships and connections there. But 
it was around July where I could kind of just feel this really big shift. Um, and I ignored it. But then it got to the point where I was basically, I hate to admit this, but I've admitted to some pretty insane shit on this show. So why should this be any different? I was crying every day, like every day. Um, I gained in the 10 months I was there, I want to say I gained at least 20 pounds. Um, I'm already a thick girl. I've always been a thick girl, but I I didn't realize it till I went to like my, uh, my annual physical and oh my God, you know, this time last year I weighed myself and, uh, holy shit. Um, you know, Steven and I stopped making food together really. And that's a big thing that we love doing together. We only really like bought food. Um, I was always tired. Um, I also initially took the job because I was allowed to stay remote. As a writer, you kind of need to be alone a lot. And then it became you need to be in the office three days a week. Uh, But we kept getting weekly emails about potential COVID cases. Um, Oh, so-and-so came in without, uh, you know, telling us they were positive or so-and-so didn't know. Uh, when I came back from Vegas, I got COVID and, uh, they're like, okay. So like they, they gave me a lot of shit about staying home for two weeks. I was very sick and positive for two plus weeks and they needed proof that I wasn't lying but I still turned in my stuff on time. There were points where I had 104 fever and I could not actually talk, but I still turned my script in on time. I got the flu while I was working there and I still turned my shit in on time. And another person's script who did not turn in their script, I wrote their script in like two days and made myself get the flu essentially, but I got it turned in when I said I could get it turned in. But I yet yeah, I noticed that anytime kind of brought up like, hey, so uh don't really like y'all the way you're handling COVID. And, you know, over the last three years, we've gotten a lot of protocols. Like SAG has very interesting protocols that I think are very helpful. So I actually was like, hey, here's what SAG's doing. Um, maybe you could kind of use this as a blueprint to firm up blah blah blah. They didn't even open the documents. Um, and I uh, i don't know. I just didn't like the way they handled that. So that was a big red flag that should have been a, a much bigger deal much sooner. Um, I, uh, I just started seeing I was getting less and less creativity, getting more and more work. It's that thing... I always kind of attribute whenever you've shown someone that you don't respect your like whole ass the the Andy Dufresne-ness is the second the prison and the warden saw how important Andy was to future successes they I mean they literally kill a guy sorry spoiler alert if you've never seen Shawshank uh <laughs> kill a guy to keep Andy in prison so it felt like the <laughs> Oh my God, they see how fast I write and they see how clever I am, how quick I am to take a note, all of these things. And I'm, uh, I'm just getting more work, uh, and getting more and more unhappy. And I think there's just a point where I kept kind of making excuses for it um, and then bringing up the money and bringing there are even numerous episodes of this show this year where I'm like, I'm so glad that I don't have to worry anymore, all this stuff. And uh, it it just all finally got to a point where I fucked up on something majorly and the way it was handled, like made me feel as though I'd murdered someone. 
Uh, I take notes and I take critique, but the way this one particular thing that I cannot talk about was handled was really fucky. And so I spent the whole day kind of in limbo because one of my higher-ups basically said, you know, people have been fired for less. And uh, I was supposed to get, like, a, um, an assignment that day, and I never got it. And I was also supposed to hear from my higher-up about what decision they were going to make. Like, what they're talking about and what I'm talking about, um, it was something very, very minor that I basically thought was okay and it should have been, but somebody else didn't, and a lot of people got their feelings hurt. Uh, Oh, my God, that makes it sound so much worse than it actually is. Uh, I posted something that I shouldn't have on social media, and a lot of people got upset. And so I took it down, but, yeah, (laughs) that's what it is. That's the most I think I can say, right, Stephen? (laughs) (laughs) probably yeah okay so it took it down it's fine but uh it was very much like a well you should know better i'm like well i (laughs) i've posted dumber shit from here but uh yeah okay i'll i'll bite yeah i probably should have checked so my b um but also arguing like you know i've i've signed many an nda this didn't fall under nda this actually fell under this but again i understand so blah but that's where the whole like people have been fired for less like okay and uh i was immediately because you know our our company does like slacks and all that i was immediately taken off of a a couple of slack channels which i'm like all right. And nobody was really talking to me. I really like So I reached out to friends in other departments. I'm like, hey, so like I did this and I kind of see, yeah, like I kind of see why like there might be some kind of repercussions. But like, what do you think? And they're like, oh, wow, this, uh, you know, making friends in other departments are like, it's fine. You're fine. But I never heard that from a higher up. And that just kind of didn't sit right with me. I'm like, hey, you know, like, let's. Let's do the consequences or whatever. But what it was is they actually just never brought it up again. Um, But the never brought it up again was still days in, of me going, am I about to get fired? So it was a whole like that. It, it happened on uh, the morning of a Friday, the repercussions. Or uh, the, oh, hey, take this down and da-da-da-da-da, take it down now. And don't need to tell you how bad this is. Okay, fine. So, um, I actually spent, like, the whole day in limbo. And then talking to my partner in life, being like, all right, this is not the way that this should have been handled. And talking to, like, friends in HR and other department, like, in other companies that are just friends, uh, explaining the situation and being, and they're like, oh, I mean, if you've posted this, and they're, like, scrolling through my Instagram and shit, they're like, if you've posted this, and they had a problem with this, that's weird. And I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> but, um, again, I'm like, so, you know, do you think I'll get fired over this? They're like, no. Um... But I got to say, a couple of people very much were like, would it be the worst thing if you left? Because the past few times we've hung out, you've been a little intense. What do you, what do you mean? And other friends alluded to it, too, where uh, basically everyone that's hung out with me has kind of been like, you just look so tired and you look so mad all the time. And that's not very typical for you. So Stephen and I just kept talking about it. I'm like, do I need to care this much at, about a job that I no longer have the creative license I used to? That I see people in other departments constantly leaving that have been here a lot less time than me. That at one point there was an opportunity for a promotion And uh, someone else was given that promotion, which I'm like, I looked at their, you know, resume and their body of work. I'm like, okay, it makes sense that they were promoted. But then 
I was essentially demoted and not given writers to help out anymore. I was essentially another writer, which, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I seriously don't know. Um, but this is all before the thing, you know, the, the incident, as I call it. But um, there was just a moment where like, I, I really don't know what I'm going to do. I want to think about it over the weekend. And I was getting uh, my hair done on that Saturday. And, uh, you know, it's a hairstylist that's been doing my hair for like eight years, at least seven years. But uh, she's the one that dyes my hair green. And we were just talking. And she also does Stephen's hair. And I just kind of like, I was talking about, well, you know, um, I'm still doing voiceover and I'm turning down other work and I, 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 I do get offered other, other opportunities all the time. And there is another opportunity that it's like, Hey, you remember this thing from a couple of years ago that we kind of mentioned in the abstract? This is a friend with another company. I went, yeah, They're like, well, that's happening. So if you were available, that would be cool. And all of these kind of things just started, like, building up. And I'm like, I am definitely putting in my two weeks Monday. And <laughs> uh, I I wasn't planning on it. Um, from the last episode of the, uh, the regular episode of Obscure Chatter, I was not planning on quitting. I was definitely filling out my uh, – sending out my application to other places. But um, – on October 10th, I talked to my immediate supervisor and said, um, I, uh, I'm giving my notice and I was like, I'm willing to stay until the end of October because the person, like I had mentioned, the person that was now my higher up was essentially the person that got the promotion that I was possibly being considered for, too. And so they were still really new to the job. And they're like, oh, oh, uh, OK, um, that's cool. Well, I really don't know what to do about this. So after a little uh, a little bit after the conversation, uh, they're like, no, two weeks is fine. Your last day will be October 21st. And another higher up, like two higher ups up from this person was supposed to basically kind of tell me what to do next. And I never heard from them. The la- uh, I never spoke to them again. The last time I spoke to them was the day of the incident where they said, Terry, this is not good. And they never spoke to me again. That I'm like, uh, is this normal? And uh, anyone in the corporate world that I knew, I basically pestered. They're like, uh, it's normal for a company that has apparently a very high turnover rate like yours. So, no, it's not normal for a functional higher up to just ignore employees like that. So, I'm like, okay, I think I'm making the right call. Uh, and, uh, you know, kind of broke the news to my friends at work and colleagues that I liked. Nobody asked me why. They all knew. <laughs> um, kind of being like, oh, man, I'm so jealous. And I got to tell you, my my last big project, um, in, I had an opportunity to, you know, do a, a big, like, like, monologue. They're like, do you have anything to say? And I le- legit didn't. And I I do a podcast. I I tell I'm telling you I enjoy speaking. I really really do. And I had nothing to say. I I was like gobsmacked by that. Uh so uh yeah, they um my two people that I was working with a lot uh that eventually kind of were told to steer away from my big project. Uh they on my last big day of doing this show uh, they had pulled together all these numbers about how the millions that um, were made based off shows that I wrote. I wrote over 22 episodes while I was there. Um, I got to work with a lot of amazing talent on and off camera. And uh, it just felt like 
I, if I'd stayed, hearing from other people now, if I'd stayed, I was going to continue to be miserable, even if I had gotten that promotion. And it it hurt on my last day to uh, the the two weeks the two weeks of me putting in my notice were pretty bad. Um, I was immediately taken out of meetings. Uh, I was actually the most senior writer on the team, and they stopped asking me questions. I tried to help, and people were told to just stop talking to me. It it, it was really fucked. Um, but uh. Yeah, um, it got really, really weird, really, really fast. But, uh, you know, this uh, made a lot of great friends and other people that had quit uh, were just kind of like, hey, welcome to the club. Uh, we're all miserable, too. Or we were miserable, too. But um, it was cool to kind of hear about all the, the stuff that I'd done over my 10 months. It actually is quite a lot. And dealt with a lot of drama, a lot of things beyond my pay scale and just my job title. And uh, the day before my last day, spoke with HR, which, of course, is like, uh, oh, okay, you know, we really care and all this stuff. And I really felt like they did, but uh, I don't, I feel like very much now it was lip service hearing what I'm hearing. But... (sighs) On my last day, uh, I showed up, did a couple of notes on a script that I made sure to turn in before I left, and then that was it. The person that was supposed to kind of help guide me through this literally watched me pack up my desk um, and just didn't acknowledge me. Um, I called up a couple of people that I knew lived close to the office and uh, met them for a couple drinks at a really cool little bar in Allen called uh, The Lion and the Crown, or Lion and Crown, but it's a cute little pub. Um, and just kind (laughs) of, the second I turned in my badge, uh, I was deactivated from all of my accounts. Uh, like, within, like, three minutes. Like, damn, okay. Uh, <laughs> people were trying to, like, contact me through Slack. and like, ah, here's my number. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah. So I very much feel like I made the right call. Um, And then uh, the first week, the first week back, I was actually really hella busy. Uh, first week back to being a freelancer. I was actually insanely busy. Um, It was me uh, making sure that uh, we could get on my husband's insurance and um, just uh, booking uh, former students and letting newer students know that I'm back to coaching VO. I was all, (laughs) luckily enough, the timing worked out to where Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. Season two came out and um, the character that I play, Suki, she's back and that helped out a lot and I immediately got a couple of other VO gigs um and so I went okay and this time I'm coming at it with um a better attitude than I was I kind of left it at this time last year um you do get into a routine and you get bored and boredom breeds complacency uh, where really it's just no I'm done with this shit and this month has actually been probably the most productive month one of the more productive months I've ever done in VO and literally so I hit the ground running and then on top of that in the middle of October uh, I was also uh, my last day was October 21st I was also planning my Halloween episode which I think we finished but we definitely were in the midst of you know trying to figure out some uh, insurance stuff uh, I sold the car that I got um got a new car because I just I got the car specifically to drive to work, which was about 45 minutes, depending on traffic. Sometimes it was an hour and a half one way. Um, And I'm like, well, I'm working remotely now, so I can go back to having a not brand new car. Got myself a little little Beetle, 
that I'm happy with. It's uh, really peppy and cute. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Like, I, I had brunch with, uh, Monica, my, one of my closest friends, Monica and her fiance, Ron, uh, the day after my last day. And I felt horrible because I definitely had a a freak out that Saturday morning as we're getting ready to go to brunch and being like, I can't believe how easy it was to leave. It shouldn't have been that easy. And I don't know, I uh, I wasn't planning on staying, but it would have been nice if one person who continued to talk about how vital I was to the team said, what can we, or asked just once, is there anything that we can do to keep you? That did not happen. So that just kind of, I don't know, there's just something about, like, I always kind of liken it to, like, being in love with someone, but knowing that you guys have work to do. So saying, hey, um, I think we should take a break and maybe reevaluate, blah, blah, blah. And in the middle of still talking, the other party decides to be like, you know what? Fuck you. I hate you anyway. Bye. Like, damn. You don't have to really prove how wrong we were for each other so fucking quickly, but thank you for not wasting my fucking time. I, and guys, I gotta say, like, uh, there's, uh, uh, even today, like, I'm getting uh, messages from other people um, that still work there, and I gotta say, made the right call. Really very much made the right call. There's numerous numerously insanely talented people that I got to work with that I really hope somewhere down the line I get to work with again. I don't know when or how, but life is funny that way. Uh, And then, like I said, in the meantime, I've done a couple of freelance writing gigs, a little quick bursts of copy, and uh, I had some well-meaning friends be like, okay, here's what you need to do. I'm like, I just got out of a giant relationship, try, quit trying to get me to commit to another marriage. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it. I really, really am. It's nice to be back in the booth pretty consistently and writing things that are actually fun again. Which I said, there were a lot of great moments and some extremely talented people that I got to work with. And hopefully that will happen more. And then I get to see those people again. But also, it has been nice to see some people that I just hadn't really gotten to see in the last year. Um, And, okay, a really sad moment where uh, just personally, uh, it was uh, about like two weeks into being freelance again. Stephen and I were just having a dinner and I said something, like, stupid, uh, like a little, like, joke. And he went, there's my wife. <laughs> and I, like, burst into tears, kind of like what I'm doing right now. And I said, where did I go? And he went, I don't know, but there you are. And, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of disappeared for a while there. Um, I got to tell you, I was contemplating listening to the last normal episode of Obscure Chatter that I did, not the Halloween episode, which was the last one. But I didn't want to hear. I didn't want to hear it. There are like certain episodes of even that anime show where I know I cannot hear them again. Um, Or interviews that I've done or shows, bits of like actual media where, you know, I've recorded characters I've done that I know I can't revisit because it's too hard. Um, there's partially probably imposter syndrome working in there, but also just, I remember where I was, uh, at the time of recording something. And, uh, I want to say in the last episode, I didn't want to admit that I was already done, but, um, yeah, I, I didn't realize this, but I just kind of, Stephen and I were fine, but I did very much start becoming like, the the really always angry person that never really let work go 
even if I would like turn off my, you know, notifications and all that stuff, I just really wouldn't let stuff go. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I gotta say that last day very much kind of clinched it, but then it was those, uh, it's been a month now, uh, a little more than a month, a couple days, a month and a couple days, and my dog is being, like, chip, more chipper. I'm like, oh my god, I was <laughs> bumming the shit out of my dog! <laughs> What do you do with that realization, knowing that you were affecting so many people around you uh, and not knowing it? But I don't know. There was just this vibe constantly of like, hey, so I'm wildly unhappy. And people being like, yeah, well, you know, that's working in this industry. And to where it like uh, actually... Yeah, because this is Thanksgiving weekend. I remember months in advance being like, whoa, so a bunch of us have to work on Black Friday? Uh, that's typically a day that most of us are off, and it's a paid holiday, according to the company. Like, and being made to feel like shit for bringing that up. Like, holy shit, this is some screwed shit. A which, no thank you. I don't know, you guys, but it it really, really kind of further solidified that first week uh being gone uh another employee that I got very close to um they quit uh <laughs> and uh was kind of told that they were told how they were going to spin the story of them quitting uh and it it's pretty messed up so again just like wow and then other people moving to other teams and being happier and all this stuff. It's it's wild. It's wild. Where, in hindsight, you're like, hey, so I did all this research before I took this job. And Glassdoor's review of the company was pretty spot fucking on. <laughs> Where you're like, well, maybe, maybe things have gotten better. And that's really just uh, you seeing the money and going, I mean, I'm taking this job. <laughs> I think I'm taking this job regardless of whether or not I'm wildly unhappy. And that's, that's bananas. Uh, and that kind of, uh, there was a moment where, I don't know, like, you remember how much fun it is to be creative. Yes, paying bills is also great. And those do not always go hand in hand. Um, so... For a while there, it worked. I think that I needed to do it because I am attacking stuff in a different way. And I think that's just because uh, I know a few things that I wouldn't have known if I didn't work in the corporate world. Uh, I will say also that there was just a moment, you know, when you're doing something that just doesn't require a lot of forethought, you know, like showerings when you typically get a lot of ideas. Uh, but I was uh, folding laundry and I just stopped folding laundry and kind of told myself, like, uh, now I don't have to wonder. Because you always wonder as a freelancer or a contractor or someone who is living gig to gig, like, hey, what if I just, like, did the 9 to 5 grind? And you always kind of, like, put that in your back, <laughs> like, in the back of your mind, as long as you're busy and as long as you're happy and getting paid what you're worth. I will say that that has been a big thing. It's like, oh, well, now that you're back, I'm like, all right, now that I'm back doesn't mean I'm taking fucking any job. Like, that's a ridiculous rate. No, that's actually happened quite a lot. Uh, it's it's just very, very interesting that that had to happen to kind of put me in just a different headspace this time around. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty happy. It's still weird. It's still really weird. It feels like this year almost kind of didn't happen because uh, you make you make plans, all that. But, uh, yeah, I'm saying like sitting around Thanksgiving table uh, with my father-in-law, my husband, and my father-in-law's friend. Uh, we've never done the what are you grateful for for Thanksgiving, which I, I'm grateful for that. But... um. 
uh, you know, just sitting there kind of shooting the shit. I explained a little bit to, you know, an 88-year-old, and I, I don't know how old Ed's friend was. Uh, but uh, she's up there, like 70s, I think. But um, just explaining some of the stuff that went on and them being like, no. And it's interesting to hear just people that have been around a lot longer than you being like, no, no, glad you're out of there. Uh, encouraging, but afterward, coming home, having a pumpkin cider that I was not fond of. <laughs> I'm not a cider person. I really thought it was a beer until I took a sip. But, um, I mean, that didn't stop me from drinking the whole thing. I'm not wasteful. Uh, and asking Stephen, you know, what are you thankful for? And uh, his answer, I'll, I'll leave to him. And then him asking, what are you thankful for? Uh, it's like, I'm thankful for my home. I'm thankful for uh, having someone to share my home with that I don't feel inauthentic with. Like, I, I felt for a while there that I was kind of letting the corporate world make me feel like uh, I needed to start dressing a little bit better. I will say in a, a point to the the corporate world, they never shit on me for having green hair. I was like, hey, do I need to change my hair? No, I wore a hoodie every day. I had green hair. I wore chucks more often than anything else. And my desk was covered in nerd memorabilia. Uh, lots of books, uh, my Keanu candle, um, uh, lots of toys. Uh, Fuchi really freaked out a lot of people. That was the one thing they're like, I really don't like that one. I'm like, you know what? If I took everything else off my desk, Fuchi and Keanu would be the things to stay. So, but, woo, guys, I gotta tell you, um, I'm thankful that I'm out of there. I really am. But I'm also thankful that I had the experience, you know, hindsight, 2020, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it been bananas. And moving forward, I, I'm optimistic because how can you not be? I, I, you know, jumping from lily pad to lily pad, I wouldn't say that I'm back where I used to be. This is different. This is different this time around. Who knows what I'm going to be doing next year, aside from hopefully more obscure chatter. And yeah, I got to say, I am lucky that my partner also works full time and that I was able to just quit. That took some convincing for me because, again, you look back and you think, wow, I can start contributing more frequently and more to the partnership and to our retirement and all, the, all of that. It really sucked to let that go. Obviously, it sucked to let the money go. But, you know, money is not everything. And that does seem very, 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 very childish to some people to say. But honestly, running the numbers and everything, it's like, all right, you know, for the first couple of months back, let's cut back on spending. We readjusted our budget and literally nothing other than us not eating out like three times a week, like nothing really changed. I'm still reading way too many books. I have a, it's not a problem. I have an addiction, sure, but uh, I love reading. Uh, and I get back to possibly finishing my second book sometime in the next millennia. <laughs> Promise you, it's coming. Um, and uh, I've gotten to, in, uh, since then, I've met new voiceover students. And I've gotten to reach back out to some uh, of my students that I let, I had to let down toward the end of last year. Be like, hey, so I'm doing this and I can't. Um, it's nice to see just how much students have grown in the last, uh, in the past year. Um, and uh, meeting new people. Uh, for those of you interested, yes, I am still taking on BO students, but it has to work around everything else. And sometimes I just say no, you know, it's kind of, you're hearing this clicking. It's my giant Las Vegas, uh, tumbler here filled with water. I promise 
God, can you imagine? Um, <laughs> this giant clear container being filled with vodka instead. I mean, it's not the worst idea I've ever had, but yeah. Um, and also just kind of seeing, like, catching up with friends that I was still talking to, but, uh, uh, like, Monica, she's like, oh my god, we can hang out during the week again! Like, yes! Woo! <laughs> uh, I do miss that. I can actually get my nails done during the week instead of on Saturday morning. Oh my god! Some little things, but the main thing is being able to catch up with people. Um, and that's been just banana pants to see how much people have grown in the 10 plus months that I've been gone. Uh, and I'm just grateful. Honestly, I had planned on doing this whole episode tied around this movie. And I don't know if I want to ruin that by continuing to talk. And I have other bullet points that I wanted to address. But that might be the way to to kind of, like, start circling, circling around. I was going to say circling the drain or circling the wagons. I don't know if any of those are what I was going for. So maybe it is time to go. But I'm going to cut this early. This movie's got another 50 minutes in it. And I'm just, no, I, I wanted to give you guys a heads up. I really, really did because, uh, I had posted about it on social media and I, uh, definitely said a story was coming and uh, I'm pretty sure I was pretty thorough, as thorough as I can be without, you know, violating anything major. And even then I'm sure I'm going to be in my head about what I did talk about, (laughs) but yeah, I I was considering taking December off, but I don't know if I'm going to take any months off now. I used to do that with uh, that anime show. We took off November and December, and I believe we took off December and January last year. But we are going to have a December episode, and I do want to take some holiday questions and all of that like I did last year. So look out for that coming soon. Again, still on Twitter. On Hive Social, please follow me, T Dotally, Instagram, TikTok, all those things. And there's going to be more social media coming because I actually have time for it now in between all these lovely little gigs that I am so, so grateful to have and hope to continue to have. Just got to do the work. Another thing that I'm thankful for, you know, talked about how obscure chatter has been going on for over three years. I'm thankful for you. You listening, you that continue to contribute little cups of coffee via Ko-Fi and all of that stuff, which we still have going. Um, But just you guys listening is a reward enough. If you're enjoying Obscure Chatter, please let me know with a kind review on whatever, you know, platform you're listening to this on. And I really hope that your holiday season is starting off right and that, you know, you know that I'm grateful for you. So, until next time, read good shit, watch good shit, and just don't be a shit. It truly is that simple. Later, guys.